The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Well, Nelson Angel is an author who's with us here today, and what time is it for you at the moment? Four freaking a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Why on earth did you decide to do an interview at this time? Because, you know, I, I didn't have many options uh, uh, when I had to choose at the time. Oh. And uh, yesterday I had to film from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. I arrived home, I set up everything, and then I said, okay, uh, I'm going to try to sleep for a while and wake up <laughs> for this interview at 4 a.m. Yeah. Well, we hope you're at the top of your game despite all the tiredness. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't be on top of my game right now. I'm, I'm trying to survive and be awake. But mm. let's see. Yeah. So you've got a new book called Aliens on Earth, The Day They Arrived. I guess is it pretty self-explanatory what the basic premise of the book is? Yes, basically, yes. And uh, it's my first book, to be honest with you. Mm. And I'm very, very happy to have achieved this goal, you know. It was yeah. something that uh, I always dreamed because I'm a video producer. Yeah. And I never, ever dreamed of being a, a book author. So uh, making this book, it was a, a, a very, very good thing that I did in my life. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's a new challenge, right? Yeah, definitely. And how would you describe the aliens in the book? Are they the scary and evil ones that we always fear? Or is there an element of actually they're just like us? Uh, spoiler alert <laughs> they didn't come here to help us like Hollywood's uh, shows in a lot of uh, videos you know in a lot of films but uh, yeah they are uh, in the like in their shape they look like us in in a kind ah. but uh uh, um, their sense is different, yes. Mm. Yeah, if they look a lot like us, is it hard for the characters to tell who's an alien and who's not? Yes, yes. Oh. And uh, you are going to be able to see these in one of the, uh, in one, no, in three chapters of the book, you are going to be able to see that uh, uh, it was very, very difficult for them to be able to uh, 
find out that uh, one of the characters was the alien. Ah, yeah. And what planet do these aliens come from in the book? Is it somewhere pretty far away? Yes, pretty, pretty far away. Uh, Spoiler alert again. Uh, because uh, come on Toby you were making me to to say a lot of things here <laughs> but uh, uh, I'm working on on, uh, on the second book oh but uh, I'm still on the research part because um, is one of the characteristics that I wanted to give to my book is um, have a pretty solid and concrete foundation mm. like scientific about everything that I'm writing. Yeah. It's a fiction story, okay? It's a fiction story, but uh, I want to give solid foundations for that story to happen. So yeah. I'm, uh, I'm researching. I've been researching for three months now, mm. and I have the skeleton of the, the story of the new book, and we are going to have a lot of explanations there. Yeah, and it's so important to have good scientific foundation because you never know who's going to read it. Some expert in space and extraterrestrial life might read it and go, this is a load of rubbish. But you've done your research and you know what you're writing about. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Like I said, uh, you know, I'm a video producer Mm. or a film producer, and uh, I wrote this book as I was uh, writing a script for a film. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if we have people that can start reading from the the middle of the book and on or whatever. Mm. But if they do that, they are not going to be able to understand the story because you have a sequence, a linear sequence. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, uh, to write that story, I want to go uh, and research on the sites that we have on Earth that we could be able to uh, see a spaceship arriving to Earth. And uh, on top of that, I put uh, places where I used to live before. Of course, I live in Los Angeles now, so everything is started here. But uh, my family is from Montebelluna in Italy. So I know Montebelluna very well and all the the cities around. And I try to use the, uh, you know, describing that area as better I could to make the story happen. And on top of that, I had to research a lot on uh, where we could be able to uh, observe a, a spaceship yeah. coming and how it would be, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And the book being called The Day They Arrived, does the book take place over the course of one day? Uh, no one day, no. I don't want to uh, I don't want to <laughs> tell the story because I want people to buy the book. But uh no no it's not uh, it doesn't happen in one day no. Yeah. Uh it, it take places uh since the the time that uh, they are observed far. Mm. Uh and uh, everything start with the observation when the spaceship is near Mars. Yeah. Okay? Until they arrived there it, it was like practically 2 days. Yeah. And and uh, if you say why Mars, mm. is because mm. our 
our capacity to uh, to see objects in space goes only that further. Yeah. We cannot see anything beyond that the, that distance. Mm, yeah. Is another thing that I researched, and I <laughs> want to be very very accurate. Mm. You know, is that true though? Because sometimes I've been out at night and somebody's gone, "Look, there's Jupiter." So we can see that far, can't we? Yeah, for a planet. Mm. But we are talking about a spaceship. Ah, okay. So yeah. So what got you interested in aliens and stuff? Two videos that I watched on YouTube. Yeah. Because uh, I I learned how to read a little bit of body language. Yeah. And I watched these two videos and it was pretty clear that the people uh, talking about the subject, they were not comfortable talking about there. It's like... I'm talking about this, but I really don't believe everything that I'm saying. Because, you know, yeah. our mouth can say anything, but our body always say the truth. Mm-hmm. Is one rule that we have in body language. And I watched these two videos and said, oh, come on, man. You, you know, <laughs> you, you, you could do better. So uh, then I said, I want to write a book. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still didn't have the story or what the book would be about. And I said, you know what? I'm going to start from there and see if everything that they are saying about aliens is uh, right or wrong and try to go from there. So these two videos stimulated me a lot. So do you believe in extraterrestrial life then? Uh, I do believe that we, we could have life out of Earth, because come on, uh, uh, mm. the odds for us to yeah. not have life out of Earth is is uh, impossible. Mm. We have zillions of planets in the universe, and we would have life only here on Earth. <laughs> you know, it's it's not probable. Yeah, it's not probable. And this is another uh, uh, research that I had to do because. You know, I watched videos from biologists and um, astronomers that they they give pretty good foundation to say that, uh, yeah, we have life yeah. out of Earth. If you ask me, uh, do you believe that these uh, creatures or beings came to Earth already? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to say because I've never seen any. So I don't want to speculate, you know, about this. Like, yes. uh, like I said, I, I like to uh, attain myself to scientific uh, facts, not yeah. with my only speculation from imag- my imagination. Mm. Yeah, and I guess it's pretty unlikely that there's absolutely nothing else. And in a way, it's kind of arrogant to assume that we are the only planet with life on it. No, that's for sure. And uh, if you we go until some, uh, some uh, years ago, no, it's more than a century, yeah. Uh, we we thought that we were the center of the universe. <laughs> so imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Uh, I think that human beings tend to be very arrogant about, <laughs> oh, no, we are the only ones and we are the only smart people. <laughs> and we are so smart that we are not capable of going back to the moon. So... Yeah. It's weird. Yeah, and I guess there's still a lot of arrogance in us today, evidently. Oh, that's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. And there's people that have all sorts of theories about how the pyramids in Egypt were built by aliens and some people are descendants from aliens. Do you believe in any of that stuff? <laughs> okay, the Egyptian pyramids was one of the book, uh, one of the videos that stimulated me to uh. to write my book. And the second one was those uh I think that they are walls in Peru. Oh. I think that they say that you cannot fit a, a paper sheet in between the, the rocks. Hmm. I, I, I think that is Peru. I, I don't remember anymore because I, I did all this uh, research last year. Hmm. But uh, come on, man. We have uh, we are capable to do something by ourselves, right? Yeah. We're we are achieving a lot of uh, uh, things uh, in this modern area uh, uh, era. Sorry, mm. I'm still sleeping, and uh, we never needed aliens to do that. Yeah. So uh, it would be very cynical yeah. for some generations in the future excavating everything that we are doing today and said, "Oh no, see this building? It was too tall for human beings to do. They had help from." Mm. Uh, from aliens to do yeah. or this plane come on like the Concorde <laughs> it flies two, uh, twice faster than the, the, the speed of sound 
we are not capable of doing that. Exactly. They definitely had aliens' help to do. Yeah. Like, no, I don't think. That, I don't think that pyramids were uh, made by aliens. You know, I think that uh, we are capable of doing things, and we have uh, scientific proof that uh, people had to pull those. Uh, big rocks there to 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 make the pyramids we don't we still don't know how exactly but we have some theories showing yeah. that uh, it was possible for human beings to to build them so yeah and i guess it's just used as a kind of get out thing when you don't know the answer to how something was done it's just aliens did it yeah or god yeah you know when we don't have a, a good explanation or uh, uh, material proof of something oh no god did or yeah. aliens did yeah. it, it's easier it's very mm. comfortable for us to do this yeah and i guess there's always this assumption that aliens are a lot more smarter and high tech than us so they'd be able to do that but probably most aliens would be just like us or only a little bit better uh okay let's let, let's go by part here uh that they are more evolved than yeah. us for sure yeah because like i said we are so so evolved that we are not capable to go back to the moon mm. you know they say ah no because we have that a uh, uh, magnetic uh, belt that holds us back on earth we cannot uh, trespass that part or whatever but uh, Mm. So, for you to have a civilization that is capable of uh, travel distances that uh, are measured in light years to come here, they needed mm. to be more evolved than us, for sure. Mm. But, uh, you know, uh, I, saw, I saw one biologist saying something about uh, a relationship between aliens and humans, and he made an analogy that uh, would be the same way we humans look at ants. Mm, wow. You know? Yeah, exactly the same. Because ants have some uh, developed uh, uh, some intelligence to do what they do. They, they are placed to live, how to get their food to store and uh, have the winter gone. But we are way more evolved than then, right? Mm. And uh, we don't try to communicate with an ant, yeah. for sure. <laughs> we don't try to teach them, oh, no, but, uh, you know, if you put some concrete here, your mm. your uh, nest is going to be more solid or whatever. Yeah. So... Uh, this is, is in fact wasn't only one biologist it was two and they said that uh, if we have aliens they wouldn't come to earth to to help us mm. uh, help us to to evolve our technology or whatever they would look at us as we look at ants yeah. so would they just step on us all the time then uh, I wouldn't say step because we are kind of uh, pretty uh, pretty big beings yeah. but uh we would be insignificant to them you know that yeah. thing that uh, uh we watch on fourth uh, of july uh, no Indep independence day yeah that uh oh no they come with a, a, a very sophisticated uh ship 
but uh, we with our F-18 is capable of beat the their technology and then I punch the, 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 the creature in the face, I drag with my parachute. Come on, man. <laughs> nah. So how long did this book take you to write then? Did you write it during lockdown? Uh, lockdown is kind of subjective for me because I never stopped working. Yeah. You know, uh, I own two businesses here in Los Angeles, and one of my businesses is uh, monitoring uh, CCTVs from yeah. states. So I've always worked. Mm. But uh, yeah, uh, it took me one month to to make the story uh, what do we call the skeleton right of the yeah. story i said mm-hmm. i have an idea that the story can start like this is going to develop it to this and then this and then it's going to end like that mm. so it took me one month for that four months to research because i wanted to to gather as more information i could yeah. about everything you know because I had the skeleton and then I had to change some things based on the research. Mm. So practically it was uh, one month for uh, for the, the idea, four months for the research. And then I wrote the book in three weeks. Wow, yeah. With, with everything in hand, I wrote the book in three weeks. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you count the, the two courses that I, I studied to learn how to write a book, mm. then we needed to include another <laughs> four months. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And you mentioned you've got a sequel on the way. How's that coming along? I didn't say a sequel. I oh. just said a second book. I don't know Ooh. if it's a sequel or a prequel. <laughs> Mm. Because uh, the second book is going to ex- explain a lot of the first. Ah. Uh, one thing, uh, one thing that uh, no, two things that are important that I learned on these courses, and I had on both of them is, once you finish the course, you needed to uh, to make a, a test, right? So mm. give the draft to some friends that you know that they are honest, and I have these kind of friends. Yeah. And see what they say. Mm-hmm. So, uh, they always told me this, all my friends said, oh, the story is so nice, you wrote in a way that we don't want to stop, because the book is not, is not big, Toby, the mm-hmm. book is really, really small. You, yeah. uh, all of all my friends read the book in two to three hours, okay? Yeah, yeah it's very short. But they said, uh, it's a small book, but uh, you know, the way you wrote the story, makes us to not stop reading because we want to know what happened in the next chapter. But on top of that, they said, but why this? Why that? You know, but how? How this happened? So I said, okay, so we have some uh, gaps in the story that gives me opportunity to write a second book and explain everything. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be a sequel or a mm. prequel. Of course, that I know, but I'm not going to say. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the second book is going to explain all these gaps that we have there. Yeah, absolutely. We'll just have to wait and see then. And in the meantime, yeah. where are we able to check out the current book, Aliens on Earth, The Day They Arrived? I'm selling on Amazon. Mm. I'm, I'm selling on Amazon. So if you go there, you are going to be able to see the book for sure. And, and I'm selling on ebook, 
uh, format and paper as well. Great. Well, thanks very much for joining us here on the show. It's been great having you on. Oh, thank you for having me here. It was a great pleasure, although it's 4.30 a.m., <laughs> but it was a, a, a nice conversation. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Of sounds, of sounds. The Toby Gribbon Show!